God. Oh, he's helping us, isn't he? He's got a good plan, and we're sticking with it, aren't we? Amen. Amen. He's going to do good things tonight. You all going to believe with me? Because I'm believing. You know, I learn as much as you all do every time I teach. God's just good to me that way. He told me if I'd open my mouth, He'd talk. And so He always has. And uh, those of you that have been here on Wednesday night probably have a pretty good idea what we're going to talk about tonight. Because Dave's been on love for a long time. Uh, You know, years ago, before this church started, uh, probably 10, 12 years ago, uh, one of the first things I ever saw from Brother Moore, in fact, is he retold a story from that set, that set of tapes uh, that he did with Brother Copeland, but it was a series on love. And one thing he said that I'll never forget, he said, God told him, no matter what you're teaching on, you always keep one hand on love. One hand on love. Why? Because love never fails. Love is the most important. It's not, and we talked about this not long ago, it's not an ingredient, it is everything. It's not something you add to anything. It is something you do everything out of. You don't, you don't, add, you don't say, I've got to get some faith and add love to it. You start with love and your faith flows out of it. Amen? Amen? Everything we do from our God, He's a God of love. And we should be attracted to that. That, uh, that word that He said then, you know, one of the things my mom always used to tell me. She'd say, I'd be dealing with something, dealing with either, you know, my throat would be bothering me for weeks at a time or something wouldn't be going right. And she'd say, you know, when something chronic like that's happening in your life, you better check your love walk. And I'd say, thank you, Mom. Could you not talk to me anymore today? <laughs> and and Miss Gloria, actually, in her uh, set of tapes, I believe, I don't know what they're called now. They, work, they used to be called God Wants You Well, but she actually alluded to that fact, too. Um, you're dealing with something in your in your life. Don't don't check what you're not doing right. Don't check for a thousand things. Don't see where the devil got in. Check your love walk. Yeah. Check 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 what you're doing from here, and and you'll you'll change things quick because when love gets involved, failure is impossible. And so everything that flows out of love is what we want to do. It's who we want to be. It's what we want to talk about. It's how we want to be. And our Father is love. So we want to act like Him. Like I talked about last week in the offering. We want to become more like our Father every day. Every day. And He talks about coming, becoming like Him. In the Bible, many places, He talks about doing things the way He does them. And one of the things we're going to talk about tonight is forgiveness. Yeah, forgiveness. Because forgiveness is love. You can't do it without love. It is love. It is, it is an act of love. It's the ultimate act of love that He did through Jesus Christ for us. Amen? And you can't get away from it. And it's so good to realize not only what you've been forgiven from, you know, you, I don't like to necessarily look back to what I was, but I, look to, I like to look back and see what I'm not anymore. Anybody like, see, I like, to, I like to look back and say, yeah, I'm not that. Oh, that guy that was going to hell? No, I'm not him. No, that guy that was sick all the time? That's not me. And I can trace that right back to 1 Peter 2.23, where he forgave my sins. He bore my sins 
on the cross and by whose stripes I were healed. Good English for you. I were healed. I like were because I don't want to do it. Amen? And so let's look at it tonight. We're going to start in uh, um, Luke 7. I, uh, when I first started teaching uh, Bible studies and uh, ministering to children, actually uh, inner city children, um, the person that I got hooked up with um, was somebody that I was drawn to. God, God has been so good to me. He has drawn me step by step. I can look back and see what He's, how I can see where He drew me to these people and then right here to this church, to the Moors and to, from More Life Ministries to Faith Life Church. God has step by step taken me where He wants me to go and showed me those people. But every one of them I was attracted to or drawn to because of their love and because of their knowledge of God's love in their life. Amen? I love that story that he told about the lady that followed after love. Right? Did you guys remember that story? Followed after love. Because she was doing good things in people's lives. She was, she was allowing God to minister to people through her, through that love. She'd look at the crowd and she loved somebody. And that love would draw her to them. She didn't even know why. It's, good. it's a good set. Yeah, it's probably still available somewhere, but I can't tell you, so I'm not going to go there. But a good friend of mine, and he uh, didn't know him at all, but he, he stopped me one day and was talking to me. And I mean, I knew who he was, but didn't know him that much. But immediately I was drawn to him, and I didn't know why. And, and, I, and you know, I kept, I kept wanting to do things with him and be around him. And, I mean, he didn't believe a lot of the stuff that I'd been taught and that was right. I mean, he didn't know it. But he had this air about him. And I asked God one time, what's different about this man? And he said, he knows how much I love him. And he knows how much he's forgiven. He said, people that have a revelation of that love lots. And that was what he did. He loved, he, he wouldn't get, he couldn't, you couldn't make him mad. And he's a big guy. And he wouldn't get mad at people. They'd do him wrong. He'd forgive them. They, they would not be nice. He'd, he'd, he'd say, oh, they're probably just having... And he's still that way today. He would always... He's just like my mom. He'd always see the, the bright side. You know, I remember when... And I know I've told this story before. I remember when we saw a, a news story and a dog had attacked and hurt a little kid. And everybody said, oh, we got to... We were in a Bible study. So we got to... Pray for that family, that little kid. And my mom spoke up and she said, We got to pray for the owner of that dog. Why? Because you forget that forgiveness. She didn't get mad at the owner of the dog. She said, They're hurting now. That's what forgiveness does immediately. There, forgiveness had to happen. That's, that's an act of love. Forgiveness, because most people are mad because that dog got out, bit the little kid. That forgiveness acted in love immediately. Amen? And prayed for the right way because you know what they did need prayer. You know that that would be that would be real bothersome, I would think. But that love and that knowledge of that love is what drew me because he always was loving on somebody. He was always looking for someone to love on. But it's because he knew how much he was forgiven, and he reminded me of this lady in Luke seven. Amen. You guys still with me? God's going to help us because I'm going to mess up my notes right here. So He's going to have to help us now. Amen. There they are. 
We'll get them right. We'll get them right. Luke, Luke 7, we're going to start in verse 40. King James. And Jesus answering said unto them, Simon, I have somewhat to say unto thee. Now this is they're in somebody's house. You guys know the story. They're in his house actually. And this lady comes in and she's wiping her feet, wiping the Jesus feet with her hair and pouring oil on him and love, you know, loving Jesus. Amen. And these people got pretty indignant about it. Amen. You guys still with me? And Jesus answered and said unto him, Simon, I have somewhat to say unto thee. And he said, Master, say on. He said, There was a certain creditor which had two debtors. One owed 500 pence, the other 50. And when, when they had nothing to pay, he frankly forgave both, them both. Tell me, therefore, which of them will love him most? Simon answered and said, I suppose he to whom he... I suppose that he to whom he forgave most, and he said unto him, Thou hast rightly judged. Which one, which one did he forgive the most? You don't know. You don't know which one he forgave the most. It's kind of like when Brother Moore said that one guy said that he's the biggest giver in my church, and Brother Moore said, How do you know? And he said, I can, and he said How do you know? That's right. This is a matter of heart. Right. Forgiveness is a matter of heart. What was forgiven is not an amount here. What was forgiven was 100% of their debt. The value they put on it is how much it was forgiven. Right? You know, you might have one guy and he says, shoot, that guy's worth millions. He didn't need it anyway. He wasn't forgiven anything. He received absolutely no forgiveness. Right? Why? Because the guy didn't need it. You know, big deal. Why, where the one with the, was a hundred might have said, "Oh, I didn't know how I was going to do that, and I and I'm free from that." And he's free, and he feels free now, and it's completely taken away. And the guy had no reason to do it other than he just loved him and did it, forgave him for no reason. So he was forgiven more. And Jesus didn't say which one was forgiven more. He said he judged right, and he did judge right. Now, which one that they'll never know which one that was. Amen? Forgiveness is, a, is, is, is only as valuable as you make it. So many times as Christians, we, we, want to, we want to get more word in us and we want to put things in us and we want to get up here to this level and this level. And what we need to remember is where you're not because of Jesus Christ. Amen? Remember what you were forgiven. Amen? Because the one thing that Jesus wants you to do is walk around in this forgiveness every day. He wants you to be the... If, you're, if you are a love child of a love God, then you are the most forgiving person ever. He holds nothing... Jesus, God is holding nothing against anybody at all right now. He, he wiped the slate clean at Calvary. Amen? He wiped it clean. Everybody hasn't received it yet, but it's clean. He's not doing any more. He has forgiven. It's, it's already done. We don't, we don't have to go and get Him to whip up a batch of forgiveness. We're already forgiven. Amen? All you got to do is go get it. It's there. And it, it's, it's, it's that act of love. Amen? And the more you realize how much it's doing for you, it didn't just 
save you. I mean, yes, you can, you can make it that small. It saved me. It healed you. Right? It took you from life unto death. Right? It made you a child of the Most High. Amen? It made you righteous. It gave you access to the very things of God daily, and it keeps you inseparable from His love. You can't be separated from God's love ever. Amen? When you have forgiveness. And when you get the right value on that forgiveness. Look at this lady. I mean, go, go on down. It said, He turned to the woman and He said unto Simon, See, see this woman? I entered into your house. You didn't even give me water for my feet. But she washed my feet with her tears and wiped them with the, hair of her, her, the hairs of her head. You didn't kiss me? You know, I don't think I want Simon kissing me. I've got to be honest with you. I might give him a big hug. You know? But I... Do you get, yeah. We ain't going there. I don't need Simon's kiss. But, <laughs> when I read that today, I'm like, hmm, it's a different time. Amen? If it was time to get a kiss, I guess we would. He said, you didn't kiss me, but this woman, since the time I came, I came in, hath not ceased to kiss my feet. My head with oil, you didn't anoint, but this woman has anointed my feet with ointment. Wherefore, I say unto her, her sins, which are many, are forgiven, for she loved much. But to whom little is forgiven, the same loveth little. Right? What's he saying? Your value on forgiveness has made you love little. Right? What's he saying? Not only does it make you love Jesus little, it makes you love others little. Your value on what you were forgiven will decide how forgiving you are. Right? It's, it's important. Because, you know, what do they say? Time heals all wounds. Un- unfortunately, sometimes time makes you forget things you need to remember. Right? And I'm not talking about condemnation. You don't ever want to be in condemnation. But you always want to be thankful of where you didn't go. Right? Where you haven't been. Because of him, Amen. We want to be we want to be mindful and and stay thankful, as Brother Moore would say, all the time for that forgiveness, right? And and we want to forgive as Christ forgave us, as God forgave us on that same level. So the level you put on it is how He forgave you. How high are you going to put your level now? How often are you going to remember it now? Amen? Because that's, the, that's what we want to remember. We, we don't want to be like these that didn't understand who was standing before them. Amen? And, and he, Jesus even said, I didn't come to call the righteous. Why? I, I, can't, I can't do anything for people that already have their own righteousness. Why? Because they have no value on my forgiveness. Right? Isn't that what he said? I haven't come to call the righteous, but I've come to call sinners to repentance. Amen? Amen? What's he saying? I've come to call people who want to know forgiveness and want to turn and go a different direction. 
Amen. And and in doing this lady here, he'd forgiven her much, but she she immediately realized what she'd been forgiven. And because of this forgiveness, her heart grew with this love, the love of God. She wasn't trying to pay Jesus back. She wasn't. She was just happy because she had been forgiven. She wasn't doing this to show Jesus how great He was even. She was thanking Him for what He had done in her life. Amen? Not, not, it wasn't a pay, you can't pay that back. It's a free gift. Right? Forgiveness is a free gift. You can't earn it. If you try to earn it, you won't get it. It's kind of like CDs around here. You can't pay for them. Right? If you try to pay for them, we won't let you. Right? It's a free, it's a no charge, at no charge gift. And you can't get forgiveness by doing things. And that, see, that's what Simon was thinking. He had paid for his forgiveness. He, he, had, he had followed the law. He had done the things that you had to do to be who he was. Right? But he, he, he valued it little where this lady valued it high. Amen? We want to be a forgiving people. You want to be a forgiving people? It's it's on God's heart all the time. Go to Mark 11. Popular passage. Faith passage, right? Wonder what faith won't work without. Was that good English? Wonder what faith won't... Yeah. How about that? Mark 11, 22. This is where we usually start in prayer on Wednesday nights. It says, Have faith in God. Jesus answered, I tell you the truth. If anyone says to the mountain, to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things that he says will come to pass. I'm, re- I'm quoting King James and reading NIV. That's different. There we go. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Next verse. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you shall have them. Next verse. And when you stand praying, forgive if you have aught against any, that your Father also which is in heaven may forgive you your trespasses. wonder why he put this right after praying. And faith. Huh? Accident. Just decided to switch gears right there in the middle. Why why do we talk? Because when you stand praying, you can't be in unforgiveness. Why? Because if you're in unforgiveness, you're not in love. You can't be in both. Hmm? Make you want to get out of unforgiveness, won't it? People. Then that's when people say, "I can't forgive them." Bet you can. You can, because He gave you the love to forgive them with. Right? He didn't leave you out there on your own. He said, "I'm going to give you. I'm going to shed abroad the love, my love in your heart, so that you can do these things." Amen. He gave you the love to forgive them with, and you, your prayers. You can stand and pray and 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 confess and believe all you want, but if you're not going to forgive, stop. Stop. Right? Because he's saying forgive because he can't forgive you if you don't. You're thinking, well, God can forgive you for anything, not if you won't forgive. Why? Because you don't understand forgiveness. 
you have no revelation. You have no, you're the love, you've got to receive it the way it's given from love. Amen? And then you receive it in that same manner which was given, in love. And love is how all this works. And you go back to the first verse where it says, have faith in God. It says, have faith in love. Is that now what it says? God is love, right? So what it really says is have faith in love. Right? But if, if we want this to work, we want to do this. Why? Because you remember what you were forgiven. It makes you a very forgiving person. Why would you want to have ought against your brother? Huh? It takes you out of love. It takes you out of the position where God can do through you, in you, and to you all that He wants to do. Forgiveness is a big deal. Right? Look at Matthew 6. We'll get down to some brass tacks here. Matthew 6. This is a prayer. So you can see I've been teaching prayer, so I get to see a lot about prayer. Amen? We have fun on Wednesday nights praying, don't we, guys? Yeah, God's working, doing good things for us. Amen? Teaching us. Glory to God. Matthew 6, verse 9 says, After this manner, therefore pray ye. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive you yours. He didn't address anything else in that prayer. Did he? Why? Because he knew there's one thing up there that will keep that whole prayer from coming to pass. Forgiveness. Right? Unforgiveness will eliminate anything else you just prayed. And he said, forgive us our trespasses, if in another version, as, as we are on the same level that we forgive. Changes the way you look at it. He's not just saying, in other words, if you're a very forgiving person, you're very forgiven. Amen. Amen. You, I know you guys are saying, well, you mean God forgives on levels? No, you receive on levels. God forgives wholly. But you can only take what you can get. Right? Is that right? It's just true. God will give it all to you if you can take it. But you can have none. Right? Because what if your forgiveness is nil? Then your debts are forgiven nil. Right? We're not like that, though. We're saved people. Saved people are forgiving people. Why? Because they've been forgiven. They've been forgiven. They've got that love in them, and they 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 truly desire to forgive. They don't just they don't just do it because if you do it just because it says to do it, you don't got it yet. You know, I meant to say this before we started. Don't listen to this message for someone else. Yeah. It's easy to listen, you know. I sit here and of course we know a lot of stuff that's going on with people, and a lot of times I'll hear a message like, Oh, they ought to be here. Oh, they should hear this. And God's saying, Isn't that a distraction from you hearing? Amen. Yes. 
When, when we got it all down about forgiveness and love, then we can go talk to somebody else. Amen? Let's get this for ourselves. Because I'll guarantee you, I don't care how big I get in love, how big I get in forgiveness, I can get bigger. I can get bigger. I can get to a place where stuff don't even bother me anymore. I, I forgave them before it ever happened. Amen? I don't say anything anymore because they were forgiven before they passed my eyes. That's what true forgiveness is. It's already in place before the, the, the transgression happens. That's the God kind of forgiveness. He put forgiveness in place before you were here. And while you were still an enemy of His, He put forgiveness in place for you. And He said, all you got to do is take it. It's already there. Right? Glory to God. That's how we... And then He said, you forgive like I forgive. Can we do it? Doggone right, we can. And how much more powerful our lives will be when we do. Amen? And we'll go from level to level. But why? Because we'll forgive on His level. Not on a human level. Right? There There are things humans literally can't forgive. Why? They don't have love. Right? If you try to do it in the natural, you naturally don't have love. Love is a spiritual force that is born in you through God. Right? Now, we are created in His image, so there is a certain amount in us that would say, well, we just really love them. But we don't have a revelation of what that love truly is. True revelation of God's love will cause you to forgive before, before your flesh even has a chance to tell you not to. You'll forgive them and your flesh say, what were you doing? What, look what they did! You can't just forgive them! Yeah, you can. Oh, they owe you a bunch of money? Forgive it. Forgive it. See what God can do with that money. Huh? Huh? They hurt you? Forgive it. See how quick God can heal that hurt. You hold on to that hurt, you'll have it forever. If you like it, you can keep it. God won't take anything from you. But He'll let you give Him anything. He'll, he'll take your cares. He'll take all of your baggage and He'll take it and He'll throw it away and He'll give you His life, His love, His joy, His peace. Glory to God. And He'll take you places you never thought you could go in love. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. He's a good God. Let's see if I can find my way in my notes here. Matthew 18. Let's look at a situation here. How many times did uh, Jesus tell us to forgive our brothers? And this is important, guys, because if you can't forgive your brothers, how are you going to forgive unsaved people? Right? If you can't forgive somebody you're, you're supposed to love, which if you can't forgive them, by the way, you don't love them. Right? And you don't want to not love them. There's your good English for the night. You don't want to not love them. Amen? We want to love one another. That, that's what Jesus said. That's how people will know us. That, that's our trademark. You get rid of that and you've taken your Christian stamp off. That's your trademark. They love one another. How will they know them? Because of their love for one another. 
That's like you got a stamp right there on your back that says they love one another. And the minute you stop doing it, your trademark's gone. We don't, we're not going to lose our trademark. We're going to know what He did. We're going to remember and remind ourselves daily. And we're going to get more excited about it. Because what you've got to get a revelation of is the hell you missed and the heaven you gained. The, the sickness you're not going to have and that life and health you're going to live in. You get a revelation of that, you'll be happy all the time. And, and, and forgiveness won't be hard. Will it? Glory to God. Glory to God. And all the messing up you could have done. And the mercy you'll never even know. He's had mercy on all of us today and we don't even know it. Why? Because He had mercy on us. Right? What what was going to happen just didn't. You don't know. As Brother Moore says, He's helping us a lot more than we know. And He is. Glory to God. Matthew 18, verse 21. Peter came to him and said, Lord, how often should I shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Till seventy se, till seven times, and Jesus said, I say unto thee, until seventy times seven times, but here, let me try to read again. <laughs> my tongue was moving faster than my head. I say not unto thee until seven times, but until seventy times seven. Which everybody adds that up and says, okay, I'll count 490 times. If that's what you said, you don't get it. Okay? If you you had to add that up, sorry, you don't get it. Why? Because what Jesus is saying, there's not going to be a limit here. Okay? Because if you're counting, you already didn't forgive Him on number one. Okay? You get it? Yeah, people are saying, okay, I forgave him one time. Well, how do you know the next time you forgive him, you got two? Well, you had to remember one to get to two. You can't do it that way, right? God does not remember your sins. He didn't forget them. He doesn't remember them. God don't forget nothing. He chooses not to remember. He's a big God. If He, if he wants to remember, He can He chooses not to. And when God chooses not to do something, He'll never remember your sin again. You try to bring it up before Him and He'll say, I don't know what you're talking about. Because He's not going to remember it for you either. He's not going to say, He's not going to do like we do. He's going to say, Oh, you guess you don't remember when you did this, 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 and this. If that comes up before you, know it's the devil because God's never going to do it. Amen? The minute condemnation comes to your mind or your heart, Get rid of it, as as Rick said today. Cast it down. Say, no devil. Shut up, devil. I ain't having that devil. God don't condemn nobody. There's your six double negatives for the night. Amen? Seventy times seven. And in other words, as often as you have to. How about, let's put it a different way. As often as you get to. Right? We're Christians. We get to forgive. Non-Christians don't have it. That's a gift of God, being able to forgive, to being able to move on after somebody's wronged you, being able to go forward after somebody's messed with your life, after something didn't go right, after they did something that's unforgivable, the news said. Guess what? No such sin. In fact is, God doesn't even have a little barometer like we do. You know, we got this little 
Let's see, up here, that's murder. Down here, well, that's just a lie. It's like, well, if you do three of these unforgivable, you can do these all your life. Wrong again. Took the same blood to wipe out lying that it did to wipe out killing. Amen? God don't put levels on sin. Sin is sin. It's forgivable. We're redeemable. Not one person in this world that's not redeemable. You guys used to redeem pop bottles when you were young? Well, I'll date myself here. Hmm? Right? Did you ever take one in and it said no, no return on it? And they said, we can't give you your five cents for this one. They got up to ten cents and those big bottles got up to 25 cents at one time. Huh? Hey, we lived on that money by God. <laughs> Mom used to take those to the grocery store and say, we got that much to buy beans tonight. And I said, I don't like beans, Mom. She said, that's what we can eat. Glory to God. There are no bottles that God won't redeem. There's no person beyond His love. There's no, there is nowhere His blood can't reach. There is nowhere His forgiveness won't go. He'll go, He went into the depths of hell to forgive us. He took it all the way to hell. You can't go further than that to forgive somebody. You can't do it. That's the kind of forgiveness He put in us. We will go anywhere to do it. Glory to God. Did I say go Matthew 18? That's where we're at, isn't it? Jesus said 70 times 7, Therefore is the kingdom of heaven likened unto a certain king, which would take account of his servants. And when he had begun to reckon, one was brought unto him which owed him 10,000 talents. But for, for as much as he had not to pay, the Lord commanded him to be sold to and his wife and his children and all he had, and payment be made. You know, people look at that and they say, that's just awful. That was the deal he made. You know, I'm sorry. That's the deal he made. As awful as that sounds, he said, if I don't pay you back, this is what we'll do. Right? So this was not an unjust, unjust king. This was, a, this was a businessman. And he said, okay, you can't pay. I mean, it was probably just as simple as that. He's probably standing there. He said... Oh, you can't pay? Okay, we'll go sell his kids, get him in slavery, and we'll get this debt paid off. And it was probably, and he probably thought nothing of it, right? Because that's the, that was the way back then. Yeah. You know, because, see, we got to change the way we look at things sometimes to get the gist of what somebody just truly did, that's right. right? He wasn't moved because this was awful. This was the law. That's right. it, it, he didn't move. He didn't forgive this man because this was awful. <laughs> yeah, glory to God. We got we got to change. We got to renew that mind. Wind that rubber band up again. Get that monkey going. That's me, not you. <laughs> glory to God. And the servant therefore fell down and worshipped him, saying, "Lord, have patience with me, and I'll pay thee all." Then the Lord of the servant was moved with what? That sounds like a word for love. Right there. That's a love word. That's love in action. Compassion is love being a verb. Oh, did you see that? See my English has come right back. Woo! Man! If my teachers were here tonight, they'd be so proud. Compassion is love in action. Glory to God. And that love acted. And it didn't do what He asked. It did more than He asked. 
the compassion came and it and loosed him and forgave him. Acted like he didn't owe it anymore. Forgave him. In other words, in this certain king's mind now, he owes him nothing. He's not keeping record of it because forgiveness doesn't keep records. Compassion, love keeps no record of wrongs. Right? If your love is keeping record of wrongs, it ain't love. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Love doesn't keep record of wrongs. Love forgives. So it can't, you can't forgive and keep record. We already went over that, right? Yeah. 70 times 7? Love keeps no record of wrongs. Glory to God. So he didn't keep record of this. This debt in the king's mind now wiped out. Glory to God. This guy should be, this guy should be jumping happy. Doesn't mention any of that, though. Fact is, what it says is, but the same servant went out and found one of his fellow servants which owed him a hundred pence. Let's see, a hundred pence. And this guy, how much? Ten thousand talents. Now that that sounds like a lot more than a hundred pence, doesn't it? Wasn't. Because the value he put on it. This man put zero value on it. The forgiven man put zero value on the forgiveness. Amen? He, he went out and found his fellow servant which owed him a hundred pence and laid hands on him and took him by the throat saying, pay, us me, pay, me thou, pay me what you owe. That's what he said. I don't know what King James thought he said, but he said, pay me what you owe me. Amen? Unforgiveness always wants justice. Doesn't it? Unforgiveness doesn't want somebody free and loosed, huh? No, and and their debts paid. Unforgiveness wants justice for themselves. That's right. That's right. And it's angry. If you're acting angry, you're you're not in in a forgiving heart. Period. If it made you mad and you said, "Oh, I'll forgive them," no, you didn't forgive them. Angry ain't the way to do it. And I'm not saying it's always going to be easy. But there is a way to say, I forgive it and walk away. Turn your back on it. Choose not to remember it just like your father chooses not to remember yours. And every time it tries to come to your mind again, you say, I don't remember that. I don't remember anything about that. I don't don't believe that ever happened. I don't remember that. Why? Because you forgave it. You loosed them. Amen? Yeah. 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 Forgiveness. This man was tried to give a gift. He didn't receive it. Did he? He wasn't a, he wasn't a receiver. He was a taker. He's probably he probably said just what we said about the other guy. This he's a king. He's got all the money he ever needs. My 10,000 talents means nothing to him. My family working for him would have meant nothing. There was no reason for me to have to go through that. He borrowed the money. He had a debt. He could not pay. Was there a song, Susan? I pay, he paid a debt I could I did not he did not owe. Where's it, where's it go? 
He paid a debt. I did, he did not owe. I owe a debt I could not pay. I needed someone to take my sins away. And now I sing a brand new song, Amazing Grace. Christ Jesus paid the debt that I could never pay. If I sang that for you, it wouldn't be nearly that good. <clears throat> he had a debt paid that he could not pay. He didn't value it. The fact is, he, va- he was a taker. Takers, you owe them all the time. They want justice. They feel like they, they, they deserve what they were given or they wouldn't have got it. <laughs> Amen? Forgiveness isn't looking for justice. It's looking for mercy. It's, it's, it's finding grace. Amen? It's not looking to hear your long story. Forgiveness doesn't even need to hear what you did wrong. It just needs to hear you want to be forgiven. Right? You guys remember the prodigal son? Did his dad say, well, you come on in here because I'm going to need to hear everything you did. And, and as soon as I hear it, we'll get it, we'll get it all cleaned up. No, he said, ring in a robe. What? He's forgiven. That's my son. He came back and repented. He said, I'm not worthy to be called your son. And he said, oh, no. I'll make you worthy. I'll put the ring and the robe back on you. Right? Forgiveness is looking for a reason to do what love does. It forgives. Love's not, love is just loving. That's what it does. It, it doesn't need a key to start it up. It just loves all the time. And everything that goes out of it happens all the time. It doesn't have to be started. It doesn't have to be motivated. It doesn't have to be manipulated. It's forgiveness. And it's there. And it's ready to do what it's made to do all the time. Amen? My mom used to say, you know, I'm glad. In fact, is when I was a kid, she said, I didn't try to find out everything you were doing wrong because I didn't want to know I couldn't pray. She said, problems don't help prayer. I'm not saying that's a scripture. I'm saying that's what mom said. You know, she was not wrong very often. But what was she saying? She's saying, if I knew everything you did wrong, then I've got to overcome that to pray for you. I don't want to hear somebody's long story. I just want to, I just want to know that they don't want to be that way anymore. That they're not going to do me that way anymore. That they're coming, right? Did God say, come and tell me all you did? And everybody says, well, God knows. If God wanted you to tell all you did, it wouldn't matter if He knew or not. He'd have you tell. He doesn't want you. He does. He says the only thing he says confess is Jesus Christ is Lord. Because by doing that, you're saying, I believe in your forgiveness. I believe in what he did on the cross. I believe in the blood of Jesus. Amen. Forgiveness is huge, and we have it. We have been forgiven, and we are forgiving. Glory to God. Think about how powerful we'll be as a body of believers when we're that forgiving. The same forgiving as our God is forgiving. People will flock to us. We won't go get people because they'll say, I want to be with them. Why? Because they love on a level that no one else has. Amen? That's what what people are drawn to. That's why I was drawn to that man that I still talk to him today. Why? Because he knows how much God loves him and he loves God so much because of it. Glory to God. This man messed up, didn't he? 
Not because he did anything wrong either. Because guess what? This man owed him money. There's really nothing wrong with what he did other than he shouldn't have got mad and angry for 100 pence. I mean, that was just dumb. But as far as, the, as far as the law goes, he did nothing wrong. This man owed him money. If he wanted him thrown in jail, he could have him thrown in jail. That wasn't what he did wrong. In fact, is it doesn't say that this man got out of jail. Why? Because the law said he had to go to jail if this person wanted to press those charges. If he demanded justice. I want mercy. Glory to God. His fellow servant fell down on his feet and besought him, saying, Have patience with me, and I'll pay the... Well, that sounds familiar. You reckon that's what that man said when he heard that? He said, Oh, wait, that's God trying to remind him. He's saying, Look what I did for you. Remember, you said this, and what happened? And nothing was said. The fact is, the next thing was said, Have him thrown in jail. Isn't that what it was? Must have been because he went. And he, he had him thrown in jail till he should pay all his debt, which makes no sense because you can't pay a debt from jail. <laughs> so it was a dumb idea too. But his fellow servants saw what was done and they knew what he'd been forgiven. They were very sorry and they came and told their lord all that was done. Then the lord, now see, people think that the lord retracted his forgiveness right here. God doesn't retract forgiveness. This man never received it. This man never received it. It wasn't retracted. It was never received. The gift never received. It's not your gift at all. It can sit under the Christmas tree all year long. If you never pick it up and take it, you ain't got it. This man never received that gift that was given to him. He received something that was owed to him. He received something in his pea brain that wasn't true. But he didn't receive the free gift of forgiveness, being loosed from that debt. Therefore, he retained it. He retained it. The, the, the king didn't give it back to him. He retained it. He got it back for himself. Right? what happened you know because people got this wrong idea about god they think he gives and he takes and he gives god what he gives is life and he takes away your junk and that's what your good god does and if it's anything else he didn't do it period he gives good and that's it this man did not receive the good given therefore he kept his bad amen Does that make sense to y'all? So he got back. He retained his debt by not receiving forgiveness. wonder why the devil wants you in condemnation. Because he can keep you from the benefits of your forgiveness. Condemnation will keep you from your health. Condemnation will keep you from your prosperity. It will keep you from your peace. It will keep you from your joy. It will keep you from every good thing that God ever had planned for you because it keeps you being who you're not anymore. Amen? We don't do condemnation. Amen? Why? Because we're forgiven. Forgiven people can't be condemned. You can't be forgiven and condemned. 
right? Let's go back to the Sesame Street song. Forgiveness, condemnation. One of these things just doesn't belong here. One of these things... Amen? Which one are you going to keep? It's up to you, not God. Right? It's up to us. Glory to God. I'm keeping forgiveness. Not condemnation. How can I be condemned for a sin I've been forgiven for? I cannot. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. The Lord called him in and said unto him, You wicked servant, you twisted man, I forgave you all the debt because you desired me. Because you asked? Is that what that says? Because hmm? you wanted me to. Is really what you want to go with. Because you wanted me to. Should not thou have had compassion? In other words, that same love that I gave to you with you didn't receive in the same manner it was given, right? Should you not have received it that way and then been able to give likewise? Should you not have had the same compassion on your servant even as we have an even as God? He says, do this even as I do it. Prosper even as your soul prospers. What's he saying? The level you do it on is the level you'll receive it on. Hmm? Forgiveness is that way. The level you do it on, the level you've received it on. People say, oh, I'm a great forgiver. You don't have to tell anybody how great, how great you are at forgiveness. Your actions will prove it out daily. Amen. Your actions will prove it out daily. Right? He had him thrown in prison. Why? Because he retained his debt. So his business deal came back to life. Because He resurrected it. Not God. Don't blame God. And see, a lot of people, they want to blame God. That wasn't God's plan. Right? The Lord's plan is to forgive you and for you to receive that forgiveness. And in receiving that forgiveness, you're forgiving. Therefore, He never hears somebody come up before Him and say, Lord, I know you forgave Dave, but he's acting like an old heathen. You know, he's being meaner to me than I've ever seen. I don't understand. He's been forgiven and he's treating me this way. God don't want to hear that about his kids. Neither did this guy. He didn't want to hear it. It's what he heard, though. And the man got the reward of his... (laughs) Of his non unforgiveness. Say non forgiveness, unforgiveness. Amen? Even as. Jesus said, As you forgive, you'll be forgiven. He said, Do things the way I do things. He showed this this king as a form this king is a is a form of him, and this is how he operates in the earth. How should we operate in the earth? Like the king, not the man. He's given you two examples there. He gave you one example to be. One example not to be. Amen? He said, you be like the king. Why? Because the king is like me. Amen? Look at Luke 6.
this okay? It's helping me. So you guys should feel good because you're helping me. Right? You love me, right? I know you do. I know you do. So you should feel good because you're helping me. Glory to God. Luke 6, in verse 35. Let's see if we can find anything here that God doesn't do that He asks us to do. Verse 35 says, But love your enemies. While you were His enemy, Christ died for you. I guess we can clarify that. He did that. And do good and lend, hoping for nothing nothing again. Jesus died. And everybody, He didn't have a bunch of promises from people. Now, if Jesus goes to the cross and dies, will you accept Him after He's resurrected? He didn't have a bunch of contracts pre-signed, did He? He took it by faith that if He gave His best in love, love never fails. And love never failing, it never has. It's still succeeding today. It's going to succeed tomorrow. It's going to succeed tonight. Somebody is going to get saved tonight. And that is going to happen again and again. That love is going to reciprocate itself daily. Amen? Glory to God. Do good and lend, hoping for nothing again, and your reward shall be great, and you shall be the children of the highest. What's he saying? You do these things, and you'll be like me, and you'll be my kids. For he is kind to the unthankful. Well, see, now that's contrary to your flesh. My flesh just never wants to be kind to somebody that's being unthankful. In fact, is it wants to just tell them they're wrong and they need to stop. And I, we don't know what they're thinking about. And where's your head? And stop that. And you're unthankful and you're mean. And you, but that's not going to help them. He's kind to them. Guess what? He's kind to me when I mess up. He's compassionate when I do. You know. We talk about, we hear people talk about the, the legalistic God, and He's not a legalistic God. The God that judges me is a kind God. He's a compassionate God. He's a gracious God. He's a loving God. He's a forgiving God. And I know I've said this before, but that's who I want judging me. Well, I mean, what if I give you a choice? Here's this mean, harsh ogre. Do you want him judging you or this gracious, kind, loving God? I'm going to go with gracious, kind, loving. Thank you. Door number two, please. Every time. Every time. Yeah, you may be judged, but gosh, I'm going to be judged in what? In mercy? Okay. Glory to God. Glory to God. Because I'm counting on it. He's kind unto the unthankful and to the evil. Be ye therefore merciful as your Father is merciful. Judge not, and you shall not be judged. Condemn not, and you shall not be condemned. Forgive, and you shall be forgiven. Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, shall men give into your bosom. For with the same measure you meet, with all, it shall be measured to you again. Now, take that little bitty sentence there in verse 38 
and put it up at the end of verse 36. Be merciful, therefore, as your Father is merciful, for with the same measure you meet with all, it shall be measured to you again. Woo! I just got real merciful. <clears throat> huh? Because with the same measure that I'm merciful, He'll be merciful back to me. Amen. goes along with the Scriptures we just read, doesn't it? That guy received no mercy, therefore he got no mercy. Amen? Uh, how about the next one? Judge not, and you shall not be judged. For the same measure that you meet with all, it shall be measured to you again. Guess what? I think I'm one of the most non-judging people in the world. Why? Because that's how I want to be judged. Condemn not, and you shall not be condemned, for with the same measure you condemn. <laughs> Get quiet. You think, we, we, we start thinking, how merciful have I been? I, how merciful? I bet I could be a lot more merciful. Sure. Forgiving? Yeah, I'm good at that. That's me. I'm forgiving all the time. I'm Dave forgiveness Vaughn. That's, my, that's who I am from now on. I'm Dave never judges, never condemns. Merciful Vaughn. That's me. I am a merciful kid of my merciful father, and that's who I'm going to be every time. I'm not going to judge. I'm not going to find fault. I'm not going to look for every reason why you shouldn't have something, and I'm going to find every reason I can why you should have it. And if I can't find one, I'm going to just say, well, I love you, so you can have it anyway. The last one, forgive and you shall be forgiven. For with the same measure you forgive, with all it shall be measured to you again. Glory to God. I think I can be forgiving. I think I can be merciful. I believe I will be all these things that forgiveness and love has made me to be. I'm going to receive and remember who, I, who I've not been because of Him and who I am because of Him. Not, not just, you know, we try to remember, look who I am because of Jesus Christ. No, look who you are, humility. Look who you are because the blood of Jesus was shed for you. Look, who you, look what you've overcome because of Him. It's not what I've done. It's not what you've done. You can't be merciful on your own. You can be merciful in His love. You can't love without Him. You can't do anything outside of His goodness. But when we take His goodness and we take His love and we begin to let it flow in and out of us and everything that we do flows out of that love that He's put in us, then we are forgiving. And when somebody needs forgiveness, we're quick to forgive. Why? Because we know how good forgiveness is. Amen? And we're easy to forgive. We don't hold on to nothing. We don't keep it. Are you guys going to keep it? No. We don't got any keepers here, right? Not that kind of keeper. Amen? Glory to God. Glory to God. Whew! What are we going to do now? These are the things that God has given to us through His love. Last week I talked about in the offering the ultimate, one of the ultimate acts of love is giving. One of the ultimate acts of love is forgiving. Giving and forgiving. He gave and forgave 
all in the same motion. He gave Jesus and forgave your sin all in the same motion. Glory to God. And He took us from life, from death, unto life, and He's taken us from glory to glory, and He's saved you from so many things you'll never know. Amen? And He's prospering you. And if, if you got something going on in your life, and it has, it's not a big change. It's not a big change. Say, God, show me. Show me if I have ought against my brother. Show me if I'm walking in unforgiveness. Show me if, my, if, if, I'm, if I'm crosswise to love. Show me and I'll make that change because I don't want to be there. Because I have full revelation of what you've done for me and I'll not belittle it by holding on to a grudge or an offense or some other ugly... Those are just ugly words. Grudge. Why would you want a grudge? I'm holding on to a grudge. Stop it. Stop it. Love will heal you. Love will keep you. Love will enable you. Love will give you that compassion you need to overcome the one you said you couldn't forgive. And it'll give you that forgiveness. And you, it won't be a fake, oh, I forgive him, oh, I forgive him. It'll be real. You'll not hold on to it. You'll not keep it. And you'll live on a higher level. Glory to God. Can we live on a higher level? Can we forgive? Can we, can we not hold on? Can we not keep track? What's love do? Let's look at let's look at 1 Corinthians 13 and close. Let's see what love does. Because that is your guidelines. If love does it, then it's okay to do. So as soon as you find where it says love is mean and hard, you can do it all you want. Don't get me wrong. There's times where love will kick you out of the bed and say, get to work. But it's not mean and hard ever. Because that's not mean and hard. Right? <laughs> love. 1 Corinthians 13. Look at the very last sentence of verse 12. Because we're big into excellence here at Faith Life Church, aren't we? We like to do things in excellence. Well, there's only one way to do things in excellence. There is no other way. I don't care how good you do it. If you didn't do it in love, it wasn't done most excellently. It's true. The Bible says so. And now I will show you the most excellent way. If I speak in the tongues of men and angels but have not love, I am a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. Well, that would be fun to live next door to. <laughs> if, I, if I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and, and, and knowledge and all knowledge, and if I have a faith that can move mountains but have not love, I, have, I am nothing. I don't even think you can move a mountain if you have not love. If I give all I possess to the poor and surrender my body to the flames but have not love, I gain nothing. Why? Well, you know, People look at that and they say, well, that sounds like love if you give all... 
No, because if you don't give with the right heart, you're not giving in love. You got it's it's the value you put on it. You put the God looks at your heart and says that's how much it's worth. He doesn't look at what he says and says that's how much it's worth. He looks at your heart and he said that's how much it's worth. And the more your heart values it, the more your heart holds on to it, the more love that you have in your heart, the more love of his love that you grab hold of. That's why Paul said that I want you to know it. I want you to know the height and the depth and the width and whatever the other word that was. Deep and wide. Amen? I want you to know it. But the more you know it and the more it's in your heart, the more value you just put on it. The greater you've made it. Amen? Amen. Verse 4. Love is patient. Well, you guys are good. You were patient right there. You just waited on it. You guys are in love. Love is patient. You hear people all the time say, I'm just impatient. No, you're not. You're full of the love of God. You have eternal patience, everlasting patience. What value are you going to put on it? You going to use it? Or are you going to let it sit? Glory to God. Love is patient. Love is kind. It doesn't envy. It doesn't boast. It is not proud. It is not rude. And quit thinking of those people you're thinking. <laughs> I can hear you guys, by the way. In case you're wondering, I can hear you. Everybody's thinking, well, I know a person that's rude and proud, and they're not very loving at all. And I'm like, you're right, because you can't be rude and proud. and be. It's, it's not self-seeking. That's why this man didn't receive his forgiveness. He was only seeking self-gratification, self-release. He was only seeking it for himself, what it could do for him. And, and he was great because it helped him. You cannot receive a gift selfishly. You can take one, say, yeah, give me that. That's, that's selfish. Why? It had no value. Your heart was wrong. It had zero value. And you're a taker. Right? Well, not you guys. You guys are give you foo. I've gotten stuff from you. I know what kind of people you are. Givers. Amen? We're not like that man. We're not going to be like that man. We're purposing in our hearts tonight to be less like him than we ever were before. Right? You all going to be with me on that? Because that's what I'm doing. Right? I'm going to be a love child of my love father. I'm going to walk more in this love. I'm going to abide in it. I'm going to live in it where everything... When somebody comes to me and says, I want you to pray for me, I don't have to step into my love suit because I'm already in my love house. And I abide in that tent daily. And the minute they say pray, I'm like, that's easy because I love you. I love you. And it doesn't matter what you did because I'm having mercy on you. And God forgives you and I forgive you. And I'm going to pray and it's going to happen. Why? Because love don't fail. We'll read it. Amen? If my page wouldn't have turned. It's not self-seeking. It's not easily angered. Oh, here's that one. And it keeps no record of wrongs. 
Don't keep records, guys. If you're holding on to a record tonight, get rid of it. If, if you can go into an argument with a friend, a spouse, a kid, and, and you can, and you, then the first thing you're going to do is remind them of something you supposedly forgave them for, then you did not forgive them. Right? Don't do it. Don't do it. Let love lead. Let love lead. You know, because a lot of times what we're trying to do is manipulate them to do something. Manipulating somebody to do something does not change them. It only makes them a robot for a moment. That's right. Right? You manipulated it. You got it to happen because you said just the right thing to move them to do something. That's why Brother Moore says, I'm not trying to get you to give. He's not trying to manipulate you guys to give when he talks about the offering. He's trying to show you that there's a way. There's a way that God's made. And if you live in it, it's a higher way. Yes, Amen? Yes, we don't want to try to manipulate things to happen. We want God to show us how to make them happen in love, through love, and out of love. Amen? Glory to God. Keeps no record of wrongs. So we keep no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. I like these last ones. It always protects. Hmm? Always protects. It's a big deal, guys. It doesn't throw somebody under the bus. It doesn't take somebody's... You know, when you were a kid, did you ever have the... If you had brothers and sisters, see, she was an only child, so she didn't have this. But it was always good when one of them were in trouble because you were the good kid. And you would make sure that they knew how bad that kid was. So that you could be the good kid. Love doesn't do that. Love doesn't try to promote itself while squashing someone else. Okay? And we don't do that. Right? We don't do that. It always protects. It always trusts. In other, in other words, it always is looking for the best out of you. No matter what it's seen in the past, it trusts something better is coming. It trusts. It does. Why? Because it forgives. Amen? Always trusts. Always hopes. Always expects earnestly the best. Always hopes. Always perseveres. Never, ever, 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 ever fails. Love never fails. You want complete success in your life? You want to walk as a Christian and succeed in everything you do? You want your prayers to be answered every time you pray them? You want things to go right in your life? You want your, you want your life prosperous and abundant the way God wants it? Then do it in love and you'll never fail. Right? Because that's the way God set, that's the way God set it up. Because it's the way it works. Amen? We're not going to fail. We could, we could read it that way. We could say, Dave is patient. Dave is kind. Dave, is, Dave doesn't envy. Dave doesn't boast. He's not self-seeking. He's, he doesn't, he's not easily angered. You know what? I'm going to start doing this while I drive. <laughs> Especially since the season started. I should say at the bottom of this, Dave's still growing. And he's going to do all these things. 
Because Dave will never fail when he does all these things. That would be the bottom line to that. Dave never fails. Glory to God. That's why God never fails. Because God is love. Glory to God. Stand to your feet. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Just thank Him. Thank Him. He's helping us with stuff like this, isn't He? You know, looking at forgiveness, when I first started looking at this, which has been months and months ago, by the way, I thought, boy, this will be hard for people to hear. And he goes, why? He said, this is easy because this is freeing. This will make you free. This will take you places you've never been. This will put your this will put your prayer life at a level you've never seen. Glory to God. This is what we want. If you're a Christian, this is what you want. You want to understand what He's done. You want to walk in this love. You want to be able to forgive and walk in it. Amen? Glory to God. Glory to God. You got a song? You got a song. Love.